Welcome to the Community for Coaches podcast, where we help coaches intentionally and effectively use sports to transform lives. I am your host, Alec Lemon, and today I have Jesse Griffin on the podcast with us. He's a cross-country and track coach at Lee Summit West in Missouri, and he's also one of our Coach of the Year finalists. Jesse does uh, an awesome job job with this podcast. He shares from really the wealth of knowledge and wisdom that he has from the many, many years coaching, and I think reminds us of really what are the core things and most important important things of, of focusing on players and who they're becoming and the kind of people they are. It's just, it's a great, great episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it. All right. I am here with Jesse Griffin and he is one of our coach of the year finalists and he's come on here to do a little podcast with us and, and share with us some of his wisdom. So Jesse, how's it feel to be nominated for coach of the year? Well, it's great. Um, you know, it, it, it was unexpected, but, um, you know, it's, it's always, it's always nice to be, uh, recognized by peers. And, um, I've been surrounded by a lot of great assistant coaches and, and great athletes and, uh, a lot of credit goes elsewhere. So that's great. Good stuff. Well, for those that don't know you, can you share a little bit about your history and kind of where you're coaching now and just kind of give us an update? Sure. Yeah. I, uh, uh, currently coaching at Lee Summit West High School. This is uh, finishing up my 12th year and um, have been uh, head girls cross country coach all 12 years. In the last nine years, I've been the head girls track and field coach. Uh, prior to that, I was an assistant coach at Lee Summit North High School for four years as uh, cross, in, in cross country and uh, track and field was on the girl side and then prior to that uh kind of all here in eastern jackson county um or jackson county uh, raytown south is where i spent seven years prior to uh, my time in the lee summit school district and i served as uh, a girls cross country coach girls track and field coach and then i did four years also boys and girls track and field coach um, how, how I kind of got to this area, of in, in, in the Kansas city Metro, I grew up in Ottawa, Kansas, which mm-hmm. is about an hour from here and, uh, was involved in, in running and, and wanted to continue. I ran in college, uh, Emporia state was, was the last place I ran. I did run at the university of Kansas. And before that at Highland community college. And uh, I went to North Texas and taught for a year, uh, helped with girls softball, uh, had an opportunity to come back and be an, a graduate assistant at Emporia State. And through that process, I kind of migrated back up I-35 and, uh, and was able to interview in Raytown, in the Raytown School District and got back up here and kind of been close to my family and and close to Kansas City. So yeah. that's kind of kind of my pathway to Lee Summit West. Yeah. Sounds like you've had a lot of great experiences over the years. Is there any specific memory you have or an experience that has really shaped your coaching? Well, it, 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 there's so many, um, so many paths you cross with people. 
and just the uh, the the times I've got to learn from some of the great coaches and the doorways that have been opened for me to be able to be in the position I am in. I mean, I can go down the line. Uh, just some of the Dave Denny has been a great influence in my life. He was uh, a former Lee Summit High and Lee Summit West coach. Um, there's been several college coaches, Dave Harris at the University of Nebraska. Those those small intimate times with those guys and learning uh, as a coach, watching my kids uh, succeed and you know reaping the benefit of their hard work and and being able to go from point A to point B. Uh, we I've been very fortunate at least some of West and one of my the things that the experiences I've had is watching the girls and being able to be a part of that, but knowing that they, they are successful. They, uh, we had a string of five state championships in a row in cross country. Wow. We are currently four in a row in track and field and got our season cut short this year. So we had a very good, very wow. good team returning. Um, and I'm not saying that that can't continue, but it will be, it'll be, cha- it's going to be a challenge for everybody as we come back. But, you know, to see those girls and be uh, see them and be mm. able to be part of that experience with them was kind of the some of my crowning moments. But I don't know. I yeah. don't know if I'm answering your question completely, but no, no, it's great. Yeah. What What would you say is maybe a highlight as far as impact that you've seen in the in with your coaching, like a positive impact that's come from an from from your coaching? Uh, just how many, how many girls, and I've, I've coached boys too, but recently girls that are able to take the kind of the structure and, and, and some of, some of what they learn on into their life and they come back. I've had, um, I believe three girls that have come back and be, to, to be assistant coaches for me in my program. Wow. And it's really, really rewarding to see that. Um, yeah. And people only do that when they, it was for some reason it was a special experience or it felt like a community or a family to them. I don't think they come back, um, you know, and want to be a part of it again, unless it was something special. No, I, so. Right now I've got a uh, very, very good. Her name is Emily Argetsinger and it may be some, somebody down the line, you know, that, that <laughs> uh, could take when I retire can take this position and, you know, and then continue doing what we're doing. And I've just been blessed. I, I will say that. And been just to be around great people and watch them. I've got three girls. Um, one of them is in the San Francisco Bay area right now. It's a medical doctor. I'm sure she's in, in the mm-hmm. middle of all of the chaos that's going around us right now. I need to get a hold of her. I've got another one that's finishing up at uh, MU medical school and another one that's going to be going into medical school. Um, So that's not always, you know, to just name these girls have all been uh, our doctors now or lawyers or, or, you know, they're managing their own companies, but they're successful and they're successful for what Mm -hmm. I I hope some of the things that we did, um, uh, you know, Set, yeah. set the foundations. A lot of them are very mm-hmm. motivated kids, but it's still getting out day after day and working with people. Doing yeah. yeah. It is amazing how, you know, we all kind of coach different sports 
these very unique skill sets they have to develop. And yet um, there's a universal kind of translation that can happen if the coach helps to help that transition happen. It can transition into other things. Absolutely. Agree, you know? yeah. So, yeah, love it. Do you have sort of like a, if you were to articulate kind of the core reason for why you coach, what would that be? And we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but what would be the kind of the core reason for why you coach? Because I get to work with kids every day. Every day is a new adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, you get, yeah. you, you, you can live vicariously through, through them to some, some respect, but that's not why I do it. It's, that's kind of a byproduct. Yeah. But, you know, just, just to be there with them. I, I have had so many girls come from middle school that were just on the athletic end of things were marginal athletes. Right. And they become state champions. And just to, wow. just to watch the, the growth in how they work together as a team, not everything mm-hmm. is, is, is a, you know, a perfectly paved road for us. Uh, we have our ups and downs too. And we're just like any, any family that has to function and, uh, it, it's it's rewarding uh, to to be able to be with them and see that uh, growth and that's why I do it and I, I love it and yeah you know it's the same thing in the classroom you've got to have you got to see your kid you want to see them succeed when they figure it out because honestly when the gun goes off in race for in a race situation I have no control over what's going on and they've got to figure yeah. kind of figure out their pathway and they learn mm-hmm. and, and then we come back we talk. Uh, they get feedback and then they go back to the, you know, kind of go back and get another competition and back to the drawing board. And, uh, but it's, yeah, I, I love what I do. So, yeah, it's amazing. What would you, what advice would you have for, for coaches, other coaches that are maybe getting into it for the first time, or maybe they've been going for a while. What advice do you have? Make sure you put the athletes first, period. You got to be an athlete. If you're in it to do this, for yourself um you know you probably are in this for the wrong reasons i think it's okay to be in you know that you get some uh self uh gratification out of doing this but always put the athlete first um how how do you know you're doing that would you say what's how do you how do you know that feedback from athletes um uh just i don't know if there is a quantitative way i can tell you uh, it is right. subjective to a certain extent um maybe, but based on the way players come back you would say yeah it, it, athletes come it, back interaction with them and when they start opening up to you uh, and they ask you questions uh, i've been at three four different high schools and i never uh, tell them anything about myself really i just say i'm here to help you you know, if, and I'm talking about like an athletic achievement or I've done this or I've coached this person, they'll figure this stuff out real quick if you really mm-hmm. truly care about them. And you need to make sure that you show them that you care about them and you put athletes first. That would be my number one. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you know, just you got to learn. You've got to be open. There is always somebody out there that's, that's going to be more knowledgeable. You got to be humble. Um, there is somebody out there that's better than you. Trust me. And just understand. As a coach or as, as you tell your athletes? I, well, I always tell my, 
uh, and I'll tell you a little bit about that. Um, I do keep them humble. I keep my, myself humble. I take them to as many, if it's within re- reason and if they can compete at the national level, we go to national level type of competitions. We go to California. Hmm. We go to New York. We've gone to New York the last two years. We've gone to several at Minneapolis, Minnesota in cross country. We go to North Carolina. Hopefully we can get, there's a national meeting in North Carolina that they moved back to July. I don't know if they're going to let us have it, but they're trying to get that in. Those type of situations, those type of meets, they see other people out there that are very successful. And it keeps them humble. It keeps them working. And when we come back to Missouri, uh, they're really, you know, they're really refocused and, and um, are, a, are very successful in our state. So, yeah. It's great. Would you have, give us one, one thing that coaches should avoid, like a mistake to avoid and one thing that you think would be really good for them to do? Uh, Reacting quickly is one thing I would tell coaches to avoid. And I have now this may just come with age and I I can see it in my parents sometimes as I have my brothers, they get, you know, as we grew up, um, that they got a little bit more relaxed in what they were doing. And I'm not saying they didn't have, they weren't having the same standards of discipline, but they were a little bit slower to react. And just, Mm -hmm. you know, you can get very frustrated real quick on my end of things if things aren't going well, because it is a new experience every single day in competitions. Kids mess up, coaches mess up too. Uh, but you need to take a step back, take a breath when you're feeling the anxiety level coming up or you're feeling angry. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, that, yeah, I would, <laughs> I would just advise to, you know, pick your battles too. Mm-hmm. There's some things you need yeah. to let roll. And I can't tell, I can't tell people how to do what they're doing, but just in general, those things. And I think if, you show kids that you care about them, you're going to be successful. And it's not in terms of wins and losses. Those are good things, and those need to be there. Those goals need to be there to be your very best. And, you know, ultimately win if you can. But make sure, you know, you're, you're doing things in the, for the right reasons. Love it. Well, congrats again on being nominated for Coach of the Year. And, and thanks for coming on and joining us for this interview. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Jesse Griffin. If you did enjoy it, let us know in the comments. And if you think Jesse should be coach of the year, let us know that as well. Uh, Thanks for joining us today and keep coaching with purpose.